Ray? It says Roy. He just changed it. What? <laughs> yeah. He, right. Yeah. Just a small interesting tidpoint. Uh, what? <laughs> I'm going to eat a tidpoint. I'm so sorry. I don't know what the what's heck I just said. What, what's a tidpoint? Mm. Lights. Marker. Strong side! Left side! <laughs> I like that. I was going to use that. Beautiful. I was going to use that with you later in the pod, but you beat me to it. Davis. <laughs> and with that, we welcome you to the group. Uh, we're happy to be back for another season two podcast. Season, season two. two. Episode two. <laughs> episode two. Oh, oh man. man. Season two, two. Episode two. Dave. This is going to be a long podcast. <laughs> Good God. Uh, this is your host for today, Andy. With us is Stephen, Brian. And uh, a guest from season one that we've invited back, and he has graciously accepted, Caden. Hello, everybody. Welcome back, Kay. What's up, everybody? We're so excited, man. Thank you, Yogan. Glad to have you back, man. (laughs) Thanks, man. So, uh, for today's episode, we are doing a favorite of mine, a classic, one of, in my opinion, the best sports movies ever made, Yeah. uh, and one with a lot of significance. Uh, Remember the Titans. I love this movie, man. Disney movie. Starring Denzel Washington. Mm, I love me some Denzel. Yeah, who, who does? Oh, you beat me to yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So before we dive into the podcast, I'm going to start us off with some story time. Everyone's favorite segment. You always have to include everyone's favorite segment, story time. With there's there's I, actually people that only listen to the podcast for story time. Because, and then they quit listening. Are you one of them? No. <laughs> <laughs> you have no proof. I can't say that, Brian, because I am not a liar. <laughs> All right, guys, so we've talked plenty about casting what-ifs on the pod and in this segment before, but what we haven't talked about are plot what-ifs, and Cinema Blend recently published a list of 32 movies with drastically different endings. Ooh. So these are movies that had an alternate ending that was either written or filmed, but ultimately was not included in the theatrical release of the movie. Okay, I'm interested. Interesting. Many of our audience will not have seen these movies, but they have fairly well-known endings, and okay. so I wanted to highlight a couple of them that I found interesting. Only two? I said a couple. A That's couple two. is not two. Two movies. A couple is technically two. A couple can... A few a is pair. more than two. A Imply pair is two. Three. <laughs> We're getting hung up on the wrong details. He just wanted Are to gonna... open yeah. the door for the number two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that oh sounds gosh, bad. That, that sounded that really bad, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Open the door for number two. Okay. I didn't even say that. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's staying in, by the way. Oh. Uh, Whatever. Okay, so... You can't keep number two in. (laughs) (laughs) So, first movie, Alien. So, some people may know how that movie actually ends. I'm aware Mm. of the uh, alternate ending. Go for it. It is incredibly dark. Ridley survives in the first one. Alien gets blown out to space. Yeah. Oh, I said Ridley, yeah. Ripley. (laughs) Ripley? Mm -hmm. I don't know if that was uh, autocorrect or if I wrote it wrong, but... Uh, yeah, in the alternate version, Ripley gets her head ripped off by the alien. Oh yeah. my god. Wow. Yeah. So she's still the last surviving member of the team, but yeah. she still dies horribly? Yeah, she still dies. Which is actually kind of... Oh, are you not going to expand on that? No, this is just supposed to be brief. This is story time with Andy, not novel okay. with Andy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just want to add one thing. Not only does the alien rip her head off, but it em- emulates her voice. And so she still gives the last survivor of Nostromo thing. But using oh, using Ripley's head. That's dark. Wow. So that's really dark. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. I like that. Man. Okay, next movie. Seven. 
What's in the box? We all remember that. Even if you've never seen the movie. That's What's the in the box, Caden? What's the in box. the box? <laughs> Jeez Louise. Okay. So there were, ironically, or maybe intentionally, uh, seven different alternate endings. Oh, my God. Oh, that's clever. Ah, yeah, <laughs> I was going to say. Interesting. Such as one where Morgan Freeman's character kills Kevin Spacey. Ooh. One where Brad Pitt's character kills Morgan Freeman to oh. keep him from killing Kevin Spacey. Wow. Oh my goodness. And one including a dead dog in the box. What? Uh, That's horrible. Like one of his dogs? I, I don't know. Yeah, just I, I don't get that. That's random. You guys weren't supposed to ask questions about these. I'm just reading a statement. <laughs> you accept it. All right, go for it. I'm sorry. Go with those endings, Andy. Explain. Explain the choices. Of okay, the next one. What is one? the plot of seven? Which of them were shot and which were just theorized? Uh, fatal Attraction. So in this one, uh, Glenn Close's character slashes her own throat. Oh, jeez, Louise. Yeah, uh, that gave me goosebumps. Uh, I Am Legend. This is one that's been in the news lately because it's been announced that there's a sequel in the works. Unfortunately. With, oh my God. With Will, Michael B. Jordan in it. Will Smith uh, and Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. So oh, Terrible. Terrible. Bad. So Did you the, hate that movie too, Kay? I liked it, but they don't need to reboot it. Well, so in, in the movie, in the there was an alternate version on the on the DVD that was filmed, it was completed, where Will Smith's character does not die. Uh, he sees the alpha male is trying to save his mate, and that completely changes his perspective, and he begins to view himself as the villain. But he survives. Um, so that was the alternate ending that is available to view uh, already. And so it's based on that ending where they're making a sequel where obviously Will Smith's character didn't die. Spoiler alert. Spoiler In- alert. Interesting choice. But I, I hear a lot of people really like the alternate ending. I mean, it's it kind of makes sense from like a character growth perspective. Well, and apparently that's the ending in the book mm-hmm. and people like that book ending. Uh, yeah. I see. Yeah. It was one of my Nerds. least favorite films, I am Legend. Least? Yeah. Least I, favorite? I, yeah, I didn't like that film at all. Oh, It's in my top five most disliked ones. I thought it was pretty good except for the end honestly okay. I got a couple more guys if you guys comment yes. on go, every single go. one <laughs> okay, go, 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 super go. long okay, okay. Oh, shut up Terminator 2 an oh. older Sarah Connor talked about John becoming a senator instead of a soldier in the war against machines Aww. boo so the outcome has changed based on the events of Terminator 2 that's actually kind of nice a I like that he becomes a senator. I kind of like that I see I see that now okay yeah. okay do you like that B they're they're the reason being that what they did actually had an effect on the future. Yes. Right. But and instead of a, becoming a soldier, he becomes somebody who does things specifically. Right. I, well, uh, becoming a politician isn't really like a high bar, you know, but, <laughs> but whatever. It's, it's better than okay. shooting. Okay, okay, okay. I was about to repeat myself, and I don't want to repeat myself, guys. Okay, go, 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 go. Okay, Pretty Woman. Instead of living, happy, living happily ever after, Richard Gere's character throws a stack of cash at Julie Roberts and drives away. Whoa. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, it sounds mean. That sounds pretty mean. It is. All right. Way to end it. Die hard with a vengeance. John McClane does not capture Simon Gruber in Canada, but rather he gets blamed for everything and is fired, losing his job, pension, and marriage. He then tracks Simon to Hungary and having the upper hand plays a game with him, just like Simon did with him earlier in the movie, and he ends up killing him. They filmed this. It's on YouTube. They filmed it and he gets his revenge in a very dark way. People thought it wasn't befitting the character of John McClane. It isn't. That goes a little far. That's I've a little more than anti-hero. Okay. Two more, don't say it. Two more! <laughs> Sorry, it's a, it's a reflex. Sorry. E.T. Elliot remains in contact with E.T. And they feel that takes away from the emotional stakes of the movie where they separate. Yes, And then does. the last one, The Amazing Spider-Man 2, Peter Parker's dad returns at the end of the movie. 
Okay. No, I, no. I mean... I mean, it, it sets up what would have been a, a third movie. Exactly, yeah. So I hear they're going to make a third movie. Heavily implied. Or it's, it's possible they're going to do a third Amazing Spider-Man and a fourth Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. We'll see. How? I think I think the Marvel, multiverse man. Is Spider-Man yeah. going to be in a wheelchair? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, Toby's not that old. He's like is. in his mid forties or something. That's old. He he was kind of showing his age in No Way Home. He was just yeah, a little yeah. bit. Well, yes. they're talking about it. Well, and yeah. I think he's older than mid forties because he's I think older than DiCaprio. DiCaprio's already fifty, isn't he? Holy moly! I didn't know that. Or very close to fifty. How old is Tobey Maguire? Forty-eight. Oh yeah, my gosh! So, He's wow. Can you imagine a fifty-year-old Spider-Man? Yeah. By the time yeah. it's silly. Well, yeah, I, I mean, he doesn't have to be fifty in the movie. But he's, he's always he he's always been older than the character. Yeah. Well, yeah. anyway, well, just imagine Stan Lee being Spider-Man. <laughs> too well, soon. Technically, Hugh too Jackman is him. is still going to be Wolverine, and well, he's fifty-five. Wolverine is old, anyways. Yeah, he but, just doesn't yeah. show his age. He's, yeah. In, in he's Hugh Jackman. a lot older. Yeah. Hugh Jackman doesn't yeah. age because Wolverine fought in like World War One or something. Yeah. All right, guys. So that is story time with Andy. Just a, a couple movies. Uh, it went longer than it was supposed to because there was a lot of comments. <laughs> Don't know. lie. You love the comments. And, you know, if we could do a whole segment on that, that would be great. But, we're, you know, it's just meant to be a kind of like a little teaser. Yeah. Thanks, Andy. We appreciate it. Yes, we do. Thank no you. Problem. Loved it. I'm going to go ahead and hijack this little portion of the podcast to just tell our listeners out there. Hopefully you hear this in time. If Godzilla Minus One is still in theaters, go watch it. Just just trust me on really? this. Please, please do. I went in expecting, I mean, I had already heard about reviews. I went in expecting, okay, it's going to be a good, you know, monster movie. That's that's about as much as you can hope for. I was blown away. I by, trust you. By, by everything about this. I mean, honestly, it is a very, very good movie. You I might trust think, you. I'll go watch it. You might think, oh, monster movies, not my thing. Go watch it. Oh, foreign movies, not my thing. I don't want to read subtitles. Still go watch it. It's it's that's how good it is. Excellent! Wow, Brian gushed so hard about the movie that we're gonna have to do it later, and we're gonna have to dry off the equipment because <laughs> it's all wet now. That <laughs> <laughs> was way too descriptive. <laughs> oh, Don't talk guys, about my gush. Speaking of Godzilla, have you seen uh, Monarch on Apple? What is it called? Apple TV? Apple, no. Apple TV. Plus. Oh, I hear it's reviewing very well. It's is that, good. Is that one yeah. of those uh, Godzilla universe? That one actually yeah. is tied into the MonsterVerse. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, it's, it's good. But it is I was, not. I was surprised. Because it goes back in time also, right? It's, like it's a bit a of a... Time, yeah, time shift. Okay. Yeah. But I hear, it's, I hear it's excellent. It's really good. All right, guys. Let's go to our no-cap recap. Ready. So this is the uh, quick recap of Remember the Titans movie that we're covering today and uh, we're going to make sure that we leave out all of the racial uh, epithets and expletives and all that stuff that could well now get i have us to change trouble. all my answers <laughs> gosh all right go ahead start b all righty our movie is set in alexandria virginia in the 1970s where high school football is a way of life one of the local high schools has been forced to integrate white and black students and as part of the merger the school board now names herman boone an african-american as head coach of the team Seeing an urgent need to get the players to trust and be invested in each other and their success, Coach Boone holds training camp near Gettysburg, using the setting to force the players to bond. Two leaders of the team, Gary, even though his name looks like Jerry, and that's what I read the whole movie, a white player, and Julius, an African-American player, grow to respect each other, and as leaders, they begin to change the culture around the team. It is revealed that Coach Boone was set up to fail, 
and wasn't expected to make it out of training camp. As soon as they lose a game, he will be fired and replaced by Coach Yost again. So Coach Boone becomes even more motivated to win at all costs. The team finds great success, and they are undefeated all the way through the regular season, and their success contributes to uniting the entire city around this team. Before the championship game, Gary Bertier suffers a tragic car accident and is paralyzed. The Titans rally around their fallen teammate and win the championship. The movie fast forwards to the future when Gary has passed away, and it tells us how many of the players went on to succeed in life later on. Nice. So, Man. That is our no-cap recap, a very brief uh, summary of this movie, and it does not do it justice because the movie <laughs> is so good. I mean, that doesn't even begin to touch on the, the racial aspect of the movie, which it covers really well, in my opinion, yeah. and just the growth you see from all the characters um, throughout the movie. So. There, there's a lot of emotion here, and it's definitely worth your time to watch. I say this every time we do a pod, guys. Listeners, um, go watch this movie. Yep. It's really good. You can watch it with your entire family. It is family-friendly. It's a Disney movie, but it has a really strong message, a uh, good story, and it's uh, not only fun, but it's funny. It has uh, dramatic moments. Uh, it'll, it'll move you, and um, I really recommend it. Go for it. It's crazy. You said the exact same thing about Jaws the Revenge. No, I did not. <laughs> I remember. No, I did not. <laughs> An X3, I think. Yeah. No. All right, guys. So let's talk about why we love or do not love this movie. And I can't imagine anybody sitting at this table does not love this movie. So Who do you want to start? Uh, wh- whoever feels the most passionate about it should start. I think that might be me. That's not I think, me. Yeah. I think so. I like okay. it, but not that much. Okay. <laughs> Here's what I wrote, Um, and sorry if it sounds a little verbose, but it is inspirational, uplifting. In my opinion, the movie succeeds at telling the story of a community embracing change, embracing people, and choosing to shed their unfounded intolerance, regardless of how the rest of the community responds. And it does all of this through the prism of a historically recognized high school football team. It is, and always has been, more than a sports movie, which is why it's not only my favorite sports movie, but one of my favorite feel-good movies, period. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that that pretty much sums up what I wrote, except I, I wrote it uh, in um, simpler terms. Yeah. Because <laughs> all I said was, it it's... a uh, me like football. <laughs> <laughs> that's all Brian has on his iPhone. <laughs> that's all I wrote. That's hey, all that I wrote works, down. too. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I say it's a feel-good movie, it is inspirational, and it is motivating. It motivates you to play football and to fix race relations. <laughs> yeah, those are some relations. I why why'd you have to get sorry, Why is everybody that, looking man. at me? Well, because <laughs> you're up next to say oh, I why you love the movie. Why do you, Brian said uh, race relations. Why do you um, like it and not love it? I do love it. It's, it's a great movie. Um, Did you see any connections between uh, Gary, Bertier, and Julius in You and I? I think the roles would be reversed. I think I would be Julius, actually. You would have been Julius? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, because you're afraid of me. That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Kaden. Heard your name. Kaden. I was afraid of you. <laughs> Left side. Strong side! <laughs> Left side. Strong side! Yeah, that was a great part. Apologies to the person who just blew out an eardrum. Somebody just turned this podcast off. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, guys. All right, tell us your thoughts, Kaden. Oh, but yeah, this movie is great. It is. It's inspirational. It's 
like Brian said, it's timeless. Did he say it was timeless? Well, I implied it was timeless. Did you say it was timeless? No. Then I'm saying it's he timeless. He also implied yeah, you're it. Because saying it. I think the movie, didn't it come out in the year 2000? Something like that, yeah. yeah I think and it it's 23 years later, and it still, it still holds up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's still a great movie. Yeah. And I'll hold my comment for the next the next question. Okay. Yeah, so I'll, I'll chime in. I, I can't express it better than you guys have. Love this movie. I love sports movies uh, when they're done well. This one's done really well, especially from the actual football point of it. Um, they didn't take too many liberties and exaggerate because that's always a turnoff for me when they do ridiculous things that don't make sense. <laughs> Somebody who actually you know, watches football. Yeah. But just as, as an overall movie... Fantastic movie. Can't yeah. say enough about it. There is one vexing issue that I'll bring up later. Awesome. Stop, don't do that. I, I can't wait to hear. Stop it. Brian, no more Brian of that. Are we going to talk about uh, no teasing like stuff. how we felt the first time versus now, or are you going to skip that? Yeah, that's in the group yeah. discussion. We haven't gotten okay. there yet. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you do have the agenda, right? <laughs> the one that you wrote? <laughs> yeah. Are you going to do the last looks now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going in order. Okay. Okay. Just making sure. All right, guys. So now let's jump into our group discussion. Why do we love or not love this movie? So we've already kind of touched on a little bit why we love this movie. Um, so any need to expand on anything you've already said? No. No. So what was your reaction then uh, after seeing it the first time in theaters or at home and then versus now? I did not see this in theaters. I actually don't remember the first time I, I saw it. I remember the first time I saw it. I was, it was pretty not, young. It was not in theaters. But it was not in theaters. All I know is that it's a... That's why I say it's a feel-good story and movie. Because by the end of it, it's cathartic. It's it's so nice to be able to... I wish, you know, the real world could work like that everywhere. Yeah. Where you, you have the situation and, yeah, it's tough at first, but then they manage to overcome it and... And they have such excellent growth as people. Right. Um, so by the end of it, and on top of that, they win. You know, even if they had not won the championship, they had won something something much more special. Exactly. Championship is so big. Man. <laughs> yeah. Football is life. But uh, but yeah, the the first time I saw it, I loved it, and that really hasn't changed because uh, this was probably like my seventh time watching this movie uh, in preparation for this podcast, and same, all the feelings are still there. Somebody want to follow up on their reaction first time, Stephen? Yeah, same as Brian. I loved it the first time. I loved it just as much on this last watch. The older that I get, I feel like I sympathize and empathize more with the older characters, like Boone and Yost. Um, the performances are good. I think that they still hold up. And in my opinion, this movie not only met the bar, at moments it surpassed it uh, for mm-hmm. what is ultimately a Disney movie. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Caden. What was your reaction first time and now upon rewatch? Actually, I don't know if you guys remember, but I saw it in your house the first time. Really, that was your first time? Yep. Yep. Uh, Whenever we, I think uh, a bunch Hayer of us was there, there. Yeah. and Hoab maybe. Yeah. This no. is one of Jared's favorite movies. Yeah, I don't think Hoab was there. I think it's his favorite movie actually of all time. Yeah, maybe it is. Probably, yeah, because he. That, that's immediately who I think of whenever I see this movie for some reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. higher. But yeah, I saw it at your house, so it must have been like over... It must have been 10 years after it came out. If it came out in 2000, the year 2000, yeah. I would have gone after 2008 to see it. Yeah. And, and if it was with us, then it was probably around that time. Yeah, you lived, You were still in your parents' house. Yeah. So 
So I remember, I remember that. But yeah, the first time I saw it, it was great. I was like, wow, I wasn't expecting that. Because usually sports movies, the sports movies that I've seen aren't very great. But watching that, this movie, I was like, wow, that's, that's a good movie. And same, same now. All the, like, I think this was my third time seeing it or fourth time. And just seeing, like, the, it's so sad that how, like, the 70s, that's, what, 40, almost 50 years ago, that there's yeah. still that racial stuff yeah. in the world. Like, how people are so... <clears throat> it's unfortunate. They're just so yeah. dumb, you know, and ignorant mm -hmm. to be to be racist. It's just And it's something it's that's disgusting. passed on is the thing. It's not that the kids that, you know, are, are raised now want to be that way. It's that that's what's being instilled yeah. in them by yeah. their parents yeah. who so, got it from their parents and their parents. Yeah. yeah, there's there's a lot of things. That's why it continues to be an issue, but... Yeah, yeah. It, it's definitely a much more charged movie. Just adding one point to what Caden said real quick. Um, I think that no sports movie can just be a sports movie. It has to have something else deeper. Otherwise, it just doesn't work. I don't know if you guys would agree with that. But like any sports movie has to have deeper themes and have more of a, you know, uh, it has to say something other than just, oh, this is a team that is looking to win a championship. Mm -hmm. Let's watch their story for two hours. Mm -hmm. I feel like it would be really shallow. And I feel most good sports movies aren't just well, about so that. there you go. Good sports movies. That's yeah. the thing, yeah. Because yeah. you, you, you need to have a reason to root for them. Yeah. You want them to win. But right. I, I think just by the nature of sports where uh, those things would come into play because it's about teamwork and uh, trusting each other and there's all these values that are part of sports that would then also make for a great movie. Mm. Left mm -hmm. side. That's kind of a weak side, but okay. <laughs> uh, so me, first time, loved it. Second time, loved it. Third time, loved it. I, I it, It's a movie that has not dropped off even an inch, uh, uh, one millimeter for mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. It is just as good as the first time. I continue to love it exactly the same. It holds up, man. Yeah. Yeah. First and ten, man. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, so do you agree with the critics and audience's audience scores? So Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 72%. Ooh. The audience score was 93%. I don't mm. know, Brian, if you have the Metacritic score. 48. 48. 48. I hate Metacritic. It's not Why? That's way too low. <clears throat> yes. I, did, I did not read the reviews, but, I mean, again, I'm sure that it's not just the story that has to come into play when a critic reviews a movie. It's everything that makes a film. So if, if you... Put it alongside films in general, um, you know, it's probably going to come up short on a technical aspect. But I mean, that doesn't change the fact that we enjoy it and, and we love it for what it is. A lot of the reviewers, you know, were raised in the '70s in Alexandria, <laughs> Virginia. So you know, I, I heard that uh, what's his name, Roy or whatever that guy's name is, that they had to kick off the team. Yeah. He, he became one of the Rotten Tomato. Uh, Metacritic guys, oh. and so he like. Are you serious? He wrote like a thousand oh reviews. No, just come to bring on, Brian. It down. Come on, <laughs> Brian. Come on. Wow. What was his name? Roy Kent. Roy. No, the the one that Bertier has kicked off the team. It is, is Roy. Roy. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, he didn't block. No, for it's Ray. 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 Yeah, Roy. That's it. It's like that, that. We'll get into scenes. Yes. Later. Oh my Roy God. Roy no, I uh, I think that the audience score uh, most closely matches um, my my feelings towards it. Yeah, and I think it's because your general moviegoer is going to love the story, is going to get invested, and it's a great payoff at the end. That's what you want. Yeah. Um, so I had never seen the Rotten Tomato score <laughs> before, uh, and wow, did the critics get it wrong? I mean, this should have been a ninety percent movie easily. I yeah. mean, it is just. 
even if they get put it in the 80s, I would have been fine with it. But no, that's way too low. That's to what I was going to say. Yeah. I, in the <laughs> 80s, I think is more. If I, it was like football with a leather helmet, then yeah, I could see it scoring that low. But <laughs> but no. Yeah, I just can't possibly think of what it was that they decided to, to trash this movie on. Maybe the the wardrobe wasn't as bright and colorful as <laughs> Hunger Games. Not enough, not enough symbolism in it. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. Uh-huh. All right, guys, let's move on to the next segment. Best thing I've ever seen. We're going to talk about great scenes in the movie. And boy, were there a lot of great scenes yeah, in this movie. I wrote down a lot. Yeah. So uh, let's start with whoever has the most to get them out of the way. I have great scenes here. I'll just go through them. Okay. Real quick. Okay. Um, so the gym scene, when uh, Coach Boone introduces himself to all the players, I thought the way that he marches up to them is mm. so intense uh, it's it's really good, and Which the way he roasts Petey, you know, about yes. the football is fun. Football is fun, huh? Oh wait, wait, football is not fun well, anymore. Now is you're it? thinking, huh? You know, now you're thinking. <laughs> first, first you're talking, then you think. You know, yeah. that that's really good. Um, I like the, of course, the. Uh, there's so many scenes, but I'll just go through a few of the uh, the left side, strong side. Of course, yes. when they finally, you know, connect, and they're just like, okay, we're gonna be friends. Um, the locker room scene where they're kind of busting each other's chops and everything. Mm-hmm. I thought that was good. About the mama jokes. Yeah. Now that's a mama joke. <laughs> um, the the moment where Ronnie Bass has to go in for Rev because he, he broke his wrist. Yeah. And he and uh, Denzel gives dirty. him the, when I was 15 years old. I had you know, 12. Yeah. 12 I, siblings. 12, 12 brothers and sisters. I was the youngest one, but they were all looking up to me. <laughs> Did you really have 12? Yeah, yeah. Nah, it was eight. eight but 12 eight, sounds yeah, better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. That was good. Yeah, 12 that sounds was, better. That was one of my uh, favorite scenes. Um, <laughs> Black people lie. <laughs> oh my God. You could take that out. Uh, I want Ray off the team. That moment was really good. Yeah. Um, you could see that it was difficult for Gary to do that because it, it was a white player, you know, and it was, some, it was one of his friends. You know, imagine telling the coach I want one of my friends kicked off the team but I have a valid reason for it it's still a hard thing to do yeah. but that was courageous um, the when Yost tells the referee you call this game fair or I swear I'll see every last one of you thrown in jail mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was just so good mm-hmm. I don't care if I go down with you yeah, I don't yep. care if I go down with you I'll take you to the papers yep. <laughs> you know, that yep. was so good um, <laughs> Nowadays it'd be, I'll take you to Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have you canceled. <laughs> uh, winning the championship scene, that was really good too. What about um, the, the brick when they throw a brick through the window? Ooh, that was uh, that was intense. I feel like it was really short though. The best part of that yeah. scene is whenever he t- tells Yost, like maybe she got yeah, you know just taste a taste of, yeah. of what my girls go through. Yeah, right? exactly. Mm-hmm. So I have my favorite scene. I'm gonna hold on to it. Yeah, well, Steven basically named the whole movie, mm-hmm. which is good because the movie's fantastic. I mean, there He's really, really are. Hey, if I didn't get one that you guys have, go for it. Yeah, so did he miss one? I, I missed a lot or of good scenes. Or is there one you guys want to expand on? Well, what I wrote down was that my favorite scenes are the ones that show real change and, uh, and character growth. And that's a lot of what he just said. So like kicking Ray off the team when Julius meets Bertier's mom and like Ooh, hugs her and picks yeah. her up. Oh, that's yeah. so nice. I love that. Yeah, the corrupt ref fixing the game and Yost going, Titus! <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. And then um, the neighbors cheering for, for Boone, Bertier and Julius's conversation in the hospital. Um, when he says, can't you see that's my brother? Yeah. I was like, Steven. <laughs> you guys, that's my favorite scene. That'd be something. Steve I was gonna say. save it, but you guys touched it. On I even, yeah. I even liked when, uh, when Louis Lastic tells Coach Boone that he's going to college. Oh, yeah. oh you know? man, it's just, that it's was just, so it's awesome. just such a, a, like a short moment, 
that, you know, it circles back to the conversation that they had before, but it shows that Coach Boone really cares about these kids. Yeah. You know, and so, um, and then like the final game where we finally see both coaches trust each other and work together. Yeah. Not just sticking to their defense or offense, but they actually work together to overcome. Um, Yeah. It's like you said, it's practically the whole movie. Yeah. Okay, at the oh, end he's like, "You're a Hall of Famer in my book." That's oh, so good. You God. you leave me for last and take all the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> That's, oh well, you didn't say whenever Sunshine kisses uh, Gary. Oh. oh my gosh, <laughs> that is funny. That was good, so. and and I think whenever this happened, whenever we saw it the first time, we had an argument. On yeah. if he was really gay or not. Yeah. He... I like that the movie doesn't answer that. Yeah. They just kind of leave it. Like, was he just yeah. messing with him? I think he mess- was just messing with him. Yeah. Like, before I thought he was gay. And that's what, when Nisa and I watched it, she said, oh, man, he's gay. And I was yeah. like, I don't think so. Because the way that they they react afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He even messed with Petey later where Petey's like, I want to know. Yeah. I got to know. <laughs> I need and he's just to like, know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think part of the reason why... I would say he was not was because people weren't so open about it back then, right? Mm. Especially in sports where it's all men, you know. He could have gotten kicked off the team if. And in that in that decade too, yeah, Mm. in that era, in that decade, with all the kind of tension there already is between white and black, for them him to to be, you know, Mm -hmm. I I don't know that he would have done it. And he he got kicked out of that bar too for being Californian, yeah, basically being hippie, man, being a hippie. Yeah. Either that or because his friends were black. I would, if, I mean, we, if we have a chance, I'd like to talk about some of those scenes because they're, I mean, I'd really like to have a conversation with you guys about how you feel about certain of these scenes, but we can do it later. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, we'll All right, so I'm going to say real quick my great scenes. Uh, Coach Boone's perfection speech, we just talked about it. Uh, one that wasn't mentioned, Coach Boone tells Gary and Ray who their daddy is before they get on. Yes. Oh my God, oh, I forgot about that. That dude, was one of my favorites. That was, yes. I, like, I get... I get, like, chills (laughs) just thinking about that. Like, how uncomfortable that had to be for them. Uh, In front of everybody. In front of their parents, dude. He did not care. He's just there like... Uh He's the only one class in his face and everything. He's just like, oh. Uh, Julius and Bertier showdown. Attitude reflects leadership. Captain. That's good. And Mm. then Coach Boone's Gettysburg speech, which is also one that wasn't touched on by anybody. That's a good one. Uh, But, yeah. You want me to kill myself for the team? What team? No, that that I'm talking yeah. about Coach Boone. You are a step yeah. behind, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah but I wanted. I was just thinking. About it. <laughs> he wanted to say the line. He still wanted to say the line. No, I was saying we, we either come together or we we die uh, on the. Or we too will be destroyed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that didn't really hit me as as much as I it should have. It was kind of boring. Uh, oh my for god! For me personally, the Gettysburg thing. I'm not a big history person. <laughs> All right, favorite scene. Steven said his favorite scene already. The hospital scene. The hospital scene. That is mm. just for me. That was so beautiful. It's when, mine too. When he, you know, when he makes the brother reference to the nurse and everything. That yeah. was awesome. And then later on, when uh, when uh, Julius makes Gary cry when he says you know when we're all done with this you and i we're, we're gonna, gonna move out to, we're, we're gonna get fat we're, yeah, yeah we're gonna move into the same neighborhood and there's not gonna be all this white black between us yeah exactly that has to be the that was that's that was max I mean, that was mine like you, you that's just, what i wrote down you just saw like how wonderfully touched gary was by that and how he was just like this, this is my brother yeah he's like i was only hating my brother yeah. mm, that's Kane, that your that's your favorite scene fantastic. also yeah. i think it has to be Okay, well, I have a different one. Okay. For me, it's Coach Joe's Remember the Titans speech. That was a good one. That, Uh, yes. May they always remember the night they played the Titans. I don't want them to gain another yard. (laughs) You blitz all night. (laughs) 
So, if they cross the line of scrimmage, I'm going to take out every one of you. <laughs> you make sure they remember forever the night they played the Titans. You just gave me goosebumps, Steven. Yeah. This is why we don't need sound bites on the podcast. Because <laughs> Steven, Steven does the music. He does the voices. Like, it's, it's perfect. Oh, yeah. We're going to be singing later on. Ain't no mountain high enough. <laughs> What's your point of no return? Movies on TV, you're you're not turning it off at this I point. I don't know, cause I, I'm, my my attention span is so short. <laughs> <laughs> on demand, you know. I yeah. I've and we didn't we didn't have cable growing up, so I, I don't know the joys of having live TV. Gotcha. <laughs> Whatever. So I. I can't really. I'm not a good judge of this. So you're used to being able to pause and go to the bathroom and come back to it an hour later. Yeah. Yeah, those that grew up with cable, we know you have 90 seconds to go pee before it comes yeah, back from commercial. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> good times, man. Yeah, I just had the basic the basic channels over the air. Yeah. <laughs> the three networks, four I'm, networks. I'm saying uh, camp. If, if, it, if at any point it comes on and they're at camp, then I'm sticking through to the end. Okay. That's my answer also. All right. Well, for me, it was uh, the championship game. Refs are cheating. Oh. I love this movie. It's not the shortest movie, but like, if I'm gonna watch it, I'll watch it. But if it's just I'm flipping channels, I'm not sticking for the whole thing unless it's at that point. At That's that point, my answer. I'm ready to finish mm, it. You know, I see. All right, guys. The car wreck. <laughs> the car wreck. I love seeing Awful. that. Awful. Oh my god. Let's jump to the next segment, behind the scenes. Uh, so we're going to talk about director, cinematography, screenplay, etc. So let's start with director. Any notes on the director, Stephen? This movie was directed by Boaz Yakim. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. Um, to date, he's still directing, but he hasn't done anything notable since uh, this movie. In fact, this is his highest rated film to date. So um, mm. not really a, a... I can't. You can't say he's a great director, but he... he did a really good job with this film. I think one of his most recent, more um, known, and not super well-known, but more known movies is probably Max, the one with the dog, I think uh, is... I've never heard of that. Is that Channing Tatum? I don't remember. It might be. That sounds familiar. But he, he directed Max, and he directed Uptown Girls, but yeah, I remember The Titans is still his, his best-reviewed movie. Yeah. Okay, well, interesting. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop an Easter egg now. So he was hired to direct the movie, but Jerry Bruckheimer, who produced it, Found out he knew nothing about American football. Oh, geez. So, <laughs> Boaz was sent to a football camp where he learned enough in two weeks to be able to direct Two movie. weeks? Wow. Thank you, Kate. Do you guys think that That's you could crazy. do that? Would you be able to learn enough about a sport in, yeah. in two weeks Can't, to be able well, to... Well, I can do it in two hours. I mean, yeah, football is not really complicated to learn. But the one thing I actually like about Remember the Titans is that you don't need to know football to enjoy it. Yeah. Because it's not getting into very technical terms yeah. when it comes to football in general. It still uses football references. You exactly. Know, like oh, no, the no. plays and everything. Exactly, but it's, you yeah. Know, it's not super important that you understand what they are. Exactly, that's right. Yeah. But, I mean, as far as his directing goes... I mean, I don't know how much his directing influenced, like, the performances and stuff like that. Because Denzel's a powerhouse on his own. Uh, he can direct himself, for all I know, and it's going to come out great. But I'm sure he had to work with a lot of these younger guys to try to get, like, the, um, you know, the, the exact reactions and performances that he's looking for. I'd say he did good. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and the good thing is, as far as not knowing football... Every, I'm sure everybody he worked with knew football. Yeah. So they could guide him and they could say, hey, that doesn't make sense here or we need to do this differently. Vexing issue. Yeah. <laughs> That's a vexing issue for me that I'll hold off on. All right. So any any 
comments on cinematography in this movie? I had none. Honestly, it's... Um, it's acceptable. I, I would say that. It, it's not very remarkable in the sense of how things are framed or shot, you know? Um, it, it looks nice. It doesn't have super flat lighting all the time, so that's good. Um, I would say probably the best-looking scene is his speech at Gettysburg. I would say that that is... It matches the tone of what he's saying because it's not just lighthearted football-winning you know, games, but it's more somber. It was the Civil War where they were fighting the North against the South for slavery. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. That's yeah. right. And, and all those deaths and what did it amount to, you know, for them to still be fighting the same fight now. Yeah. So um, I do think that, that was, it was well-lit and well-shot, but as far as it as a, as a whole... There's not too much more, I would say. All right, very good. So let's talk about the script. Uh, I, I, I'll, I'll start with this one because I, I don't have a lot to say, but I'll just say great script. I love that it's based on a true story mm -hmm. and that a lot of the movie is accurate. So they didn't That's take a, a ton of liberties with the storytelling mm. just to make it interesting. A lot of it was accurate. I, I've heard that actually there's so much of it that isn't accurate that it kind of ruins it for certain people who knew about the events. I, really? I want to research that and yeah. see how accurate it I, is. I, I can tell you a few things that weren't accurate. For example, um, do you want me to get into this now or later? Yeah, no, go for yeah. it. Okay, so for example, Coach Yost, he had four daughters, yet they only have one daughter in the movie. They don't even make reference to the fact that he has other kids, which was is kind of weird. Was he not Okay, married? so... That, I had that in Easter eggs, and I'll explain that okay. later. All right, cool. Another oh thing God. is that um, the, the timeline of when certain things happened is a little bit different. Um, Gary Bertier actually played in the championship game. They won, and he got injured after in, a, in an accident. In the movie, they have it happen before the championship game. Mm -hmm. yeah. Actually, that championship game is played up for a dramatic effect that they're trailing, but they actually dominated in that game. Yeah. They won 27-0. Yeah. Wow. That's <laughs> yeah. awesome. So, I, I have, you can't have that for a finale of a movie, though, right? Yeah, so exactly. And there, it takes yeah. out the dramatic effect. Yeah, I had some of that stuff in Easter eggs. Uh, the reason why I said it was kind of accurate is the fact that he did have a car accident and then the paralyzed. It's right. not like, oh, well, let's say that he got injured, you know, paralyzed right. for dramatic effect. No, that really did happen. Yeah. You know, so things like that. But yeah, of course, movies always going to take liberties to make it more interesting uh, another note i have on the script the original script had lots of profanity but disney asked bruckheimer to remove the profanity so they could release a family film yeah which i'm sure has to deal with like the racial type terms that they probably were wanting to yeah. include well how do you, how do you guys feel about that would you rather too. have seen a, like a pg-13 version of this movie where you're hearing the actual no. words or I feel like it doesn't need it. I can't no. imagine how that makes it better. Um, I like yeah. it the way it is right now. And and you because could argue feel good movie. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Exactly. That's the thing. You could argue that it's for like historical accuracy, but at the same time, if you want to keep that feel good for the whole family type, then you you do it like how it was done here. Yeah, and think about how it kind of would tarnish it for certain people. It's like despite the fact that it is feel good and at the end everything's you know cool. But the amount of profanity and, and expletives and everything would ruin it for somebody to be like, there was too, mu too many things that hurt for me to enjoy the ending. I can see that being the case for certain people like, you know, our parents mm -hmm. who might be like, nah, I didn't like the movie because, you know, there were too many N-words. There were too many, you know, there was too much hate. There was too much stuff that was like in your face. 
and yeah, that this isn't American History X. <laughs> right, right. Remember the well, and it's yeah. more difficult to accept that you know those race relations are improving by the end of the film if there's that level of vitriol at the beginning. Right. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Yeah, and they do a great job conveying the animosity without using any extra language. So mm-hmm. I thought they did a good job. So what about score? So I don't have anything for score, really. Uh, it was by a guy named Trevor Rabin. I don't really know him. Uh, I don't think he... He hasn't done anything noticeable to me. What? But... As soon as I... Sorry. As soon as I uh, started rewatching it this last time, I thought to look it up because I it was instantly recognizable, the style. And yeah, sure enough, he did the score for National Treasure. And uh, that it sounds... It and sounds... Bad Boys too. No, and, he didn't. And Bad Boys too. Yes. Are you serious? Yes. He also oh did Armageddon gosh. and he Con did, Air. He did Con Air. I'm well, just looking at Brian's nose. Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do my homework clearly. But uh, but yeah, I didn't no. know who he was. But that's cool. He has like these like yeah, it's like that inspirational type, grandiose music. Exactly. I think out of all of those, Armageddon's probably the standout for me. Of the ones that he did, yeah. I'd have to think about it now because I didn't know that he did all that. Yeah. Um, Yep. So I don't have any notes on score. I have just one comment on the music. The soundtrack? Yeah, yes. That's what I have too. So I was going to say, Fire and Rain by James Taylor. Oh my gosh, that's such that's a sad song. Is among the best uses of music in a movie I can remember. <laughs> I, I mean, the that. setting, the feelings, the mood, all of it. It's just perfectly placed in that movie. Yes. You remember recently in a group chat, I sent that. like He's like, this is the way, this is good feels right here. And yes. you're like, this is not good feels. Talk about <laughs> it's a sad song. somebody. <laughs> But yeah, that's a really good song. Do you have others, Andy? I have some. No, that was the only note I had on the music. I, I love Ain't No Mountain High Enough. I mean, a classic. Um, Spirit in the Sky, always a good song. Ooh, yes. Uh, Peace Train. Um, uh, what's it called? Uh, Long, Woman, Long Cool Woman in a Black Dress uh, by a British band called The Hollies. Um, I Want to Take You Higher. Uh, up around the bend by Creedence Clearwater Revival. Yep. Yep, you yep, know? Yep, yep. A lot of really good good songs in this. And as soon as they, I mean, they just make you feel good when they show up in the movie. Are these all '70s songs? I think most of them are. Or yeah. most? Yes. Yeah. Which makes sense. Yeah, I guess. Time yeah. period. All right. So unless I missed something, there was nothing as far as special effects. Unless I missed a special effect in the movie. I mean, the uh, car accident. Yeah, I was gonna say the car accident was done well. Yeah, but I mean, other than that, it was very. Uh, I think Jerry Bruckheimer said actually that the, it, it helped to keep the budget down. That there wasn't a whole lot of complicated stuff to shoot. I mean, yeah. locations are basically at school or on the field, and I mean, most of it could be done practically. So, yeah, very good. And then wardrobe. Any comments on the wardrobe? Uh, Uniforms were lame. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I the football just... helmets did not have enough padding. <laughs> To protect against concussions. Well, that was accurate for the time. Yeah, like uh, for the time, I think that um, they were fine. That's probably what 70s high school football uniforms look like. I mean, Mm. we have really nice stuff now, but that was, you know, 30, 40, 50 years ago. Would it have killed Nike to just like sponsor the Titans? (laughs) Have a cool uniform? Was Was Nike big in the 70s? So oh, Nike, Nike started with running, so they were a track shoe. I don't know at what point they got into football. It, it was probably after the 70s. Yeah. Well, they got into basketball before, right? That was in the 80s. 80s, yeah. 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 Michael Jordan propelled them in basketball. They, were, they were nothing in basketball. Right. Until so, Jordan. 
Yeah. The only comment I have on wardrobe is that it didn't stand out to me in a good way. Like, you think of 70s fashion, you think, like, ridiculous bell bottoms and really, like, loud colors. Mm. And they seemed fairly normal dressed, which I liked, because it, I'm not distracted yeah. by the wardrobe. Yeah, good and point. And I'm, I'm instead focused on the story that's and the characters. Point. Exactly. Yep, that's so, good. That's yep. a good point. I, I want to say that I did see a kid wearing Nike shoes in the movie. I think they were, like, blazers-looking things, but... I'll have to, I'll have to rewatch. A, a blink and you miss it type? Yeah. It was a cameo by Nike. <laughs> All right, guys, let's move on to winners and losers. Best performance of the movie. Denzel. It's got to be Denzel. Yeah. I have two nominees here, actually. Two nominees. And, and I hope that you guys aren't, like, in any way shocked or um, offended by this, but I'd like to throw Ryan Hurst in there for best performance. Who's possibly. Ryan Hurst? I have it between Denzel and, and Ryan Is he Hurst. He's, he's Gary Bertier. Oh, yeah. He did good. Um, I Denzel is the obvious answer. He's a well-trained actor, uh, somebody who had, had a lot of films already behind him, and he's the protagonist of the movie. But I feel like Ryan Hurst had um, more of an arc, or, or just as much of an arc as Denzel. He showed more range in his performance. And um, compared to Denzel in particular. And um, I think for a guy who probably didn't do much before this, I'd have to check and see what his filmography was. But I was really impressed with, you know, he, he has a little bit of everything in this movie. He has moments where he's happy, where he's sad, where he's angry, where he's, you know, destroyed. Um, and moments where he's comedic and where he's you know excited he just has more range overall i think that's fair yeah i do think so yeah he 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 did do a good job especially considering all that he had on his plate and i think he continued on to do more acting and a lot of voice work yeah i don't remember if i'm right but i think recently he was the voice of thor in the new god of war games oh was he yeah wow he Um, was on a he was on a show that was popular on fx called sons of anarchy Oh, I see. He, he was one of the main characters on that show. Yeah. Hmm. So he's had a career afterwards. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's talented for sure. Yeah, so as far as best performance, I also picked Denzel, but I did not expect it to be like a runaway. I really thought Julius, Gary, like lots of Will Patton, you know, who mm-hmm. played Coach Yost, mm-hmm. really, really standout performances in this movie. Yeah. So I wouldn't begrudge anybody who picks somebody other than Denzel. For right. me, it was Denzel. Will Patton and Wood Harris were excellent also. Yeah. Right. I mean, Julius' scene where he goes... You want me to kill myself for the team? I know I already said the line, so I won't continue. <laughs> yeah. But I mean that I mean just his face when he says that, it's amazing. <sighs> yeah. No. I so agree. I'm gonna look out for me and I'm gonna get mine. <laughs> Man, I don't recognize him at all. Oh, he's looking at Gary Bertier. Oh yeah. Uh yeah. current day he's, Gary Bertier. He's, he's aged quite a bit. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't have recognized him. I've I've seen that uh what's it called? The uh, Sons of Anarchy yeah. picture of him. Yeah, I had no idea that that was him. Oh, yeah. Transformed. Wow. All right, guys. Worst performance. Oh, I I have this one in the bag. That that, <laughs> that Roy it. Ray guy. He was he was a horrible Ray? actor. Ray? Yeah. yeah. Ray was he the just, worst performance. Like like a lot of the times he just like I don't know if it was his the director that did this. He was just like staring. He was just like <laughs> like looking. He like didn't. Help me off the team. I just didn't. I didn't like him. I feel you on that one. I've got one, but it's you first, B. I wrote down, but I don't... Uh, I'm going to laugh so hard if one of you guys guess what I got. Ray is probably the right choice. I wrote down uh, Bertier's girlfriend, because wow. she keeps the straightest face Kate of all Bosworth? time. Kate Bosworth? 
I yeah. disagree. That's Kate Bosworth? That's Kate yes. Bosworth. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I like, didn't even recognize her. She's no. saying some dramatic stuff and there's not like a single frown on her face. <laughs> it's just like super straight. Hey, I'm but, sorry. But the moment with the character goes to Julius, like when they're about to start the game. Yeah, that was nice. She just wants to shake his hand because originally he extended his hand and she refused. Exactly. So I was like, wow, that was a nice moment. Don't know why she had to wait till literally seconds before the game started to do that. <laughs> sure, she could have seen him before. Put Probably could have waited till after. Put that vexing issues. Whatever. All right, I've got for worst performance, Andy. It's a small character. It's that big... Uh, white kid from the school who goes, you talking to my girl? Oh, <laughs> yes! <laughs> yeah. I put it down because that dude, when he says that line, he has no facial expression at so all. Funny. He's literally like, you talking to my girl? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He's like, looks like you made some new friends, Bertier. Yes. Those are his two lines yeah, in the movie. Weird, and weird he's, yeah. he he's sucks so It bad. is not believable at all. No. That, that is a good choice. Hilarious. Uh, I didn't have one as far as acting, although if I could go back, that would probably be my choice. I did, you know, just characters, bad performances. You're not supposed to do this. You're not supposed I to pick this. the that's character you like least. Okay, <laughs> but that's why I prefaced it by saying I didn't have one from an acting point of view. That make it okay. Yes. I that have, doesn't make it okay. I have something I need to say. Oh, God. Go it has it. to do uh, Alan, who was Ryan Gosling, as a defensive back. He yeah. was really, really bad at football. Yes. And it makes no sense why he was on the football team. Yeah. I think I think he was happy every time they benched him. He <laughs> really was. I mean, he couldn't cover anybody. He couldn't cover me. I can't keep uh, up. Hey. I can't keep up. Yeah, and to have him as a defensive back, he should have been like the kicker or the punter, to be honest. Yeah. He, he's a special teams guy. Yeah, yeah, he was really bad at his job. <laughs> All right, guys, let's go to best line. This is going to be hard because there were a lot of great lines. I wrote down a lot of lines. I, 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 I don't know if like we can go through all of them. Maybe. No, so you have to condense it. So I'm going right. to go to you last because I know you have a ton. Okay. Let's start with Caden. Give us two or three. Two or three? Well, um, don't you want it just to be best line? Strong side, left side. that Or left side, okay, strong side. That's, you know, that's iconic of this movie. Pick, yeah, it pick is. your number one then. Yeah. So Okay. Oh, that one on. and then the the Who's Your Daddy. The, those okay. are my favorite. Gotcha. Dang it. Okay, but if you already said them I can say different ones, right? Sure. Okay. Alright then. Um so I'm gonna give a few extra just because I'm special. Stop I knew it. you couldn't help yourself. I can't help myself. There's too <clears> many good <throat> lines in this movie. Alright, I'm gonna go ahead and say I know football, but what you did with those boys, you were the right man for the job coach. And to which he responds you're a Hall of Famer in my book. Great scene. Great scene. I love that. Love and then it. I and also wrote down, You blitz all night! <laughs> Andy? Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say two. Okay. Uh, I don't scratch my head unless it itches, and I don't dance unless I hear some music. I will not be intimidated. That's just the oh way it is. Oh, my gosh. That's, oh, wow. cool. that's one of the less yeah. talked about lines, but mm -hmm. I love it. Mm -hmm. And then the other one is what... Uh, I don't remember the character's name. Uh... The actor's name is Ethan. I don't. Ethan oh, the fat guy. guy. Yeah. yeah. Lastic. Yeah. yeah. Louis, Louis Lastic. Louis Lastic. Okay. Yeah. Man, I just gave your mama a piggyback ride. And she weighs <laughs> twice as much as I. Got. <laughs> I okay. love that. That line. really good. fast. What's y'all's favorite mama joke or uh, mama line? Out of the ones that were in no, the movie of all time. Oh, my um, favorite one is your mama's so fat she made memory foam forget. <laughs> 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 Dang. 
Dude, mama jokes used to be so popular oh, when I was man. in like elementary and middle school. Yeah, the middle school one for me that I always remember is your mama's so fat she has to put on a belt with a boomerang. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I had one that was, uh, oh, I don't know God. if we're going to have to edit all this out. Why? But, huh? Just Why? in case somebody's sensitive out there about mama jokes. But uh, I, I had one so. where he's like, your mama's so fat, she stepped on a, on a scale and it said to be continued. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've heard it say that she stepped on a scale and it says, ouch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish I had a good one. I, can, I do not have one top of mind. <laughs> no, neither yeah. do I. Any other favorite lines, Andy, or should I share some? Okay, yeah, just don't cr- go crazy. Yeah, all right, dude, uh, keep, me, it, keep it. Keep like, it. Okay, we like, all managed to do two. Yeah, oh, we I'll, did I'll two. Do like five or six. Okay. Oh and my the, god. They'll be, the they'll, they'll be short. Ones. We did two. All right, we got the famous uh, attitude reflect leadership, Captain. That was good. Uh, Yost, when he says, "Coach, it's a high school football team. We're not in the Marines here." Mm. <laughs> I like that. Uh, PD, he says this to Sunshine when Sunshine hasn't become the QB yet. He goes, "You ain't gonna play unless we up by fifty points." And since we're never going to be up 50 points, might as well lay back and enjoy the bench. Uh, Alice, are you blind? Can't you see the family resemblance? That's my brother. Uh-huh. Uh, the one you already mentioned about the blitz all night. Um, Julius, when he tells the guy, you better make yourself comfortable down there. Real comfortable. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, Julius, uh, this is my runner-up. When Julius says, with all due respect, uh, you demanded more of us. You demanded perfection. Yeah. Now, I ain't saying that I'm perfect, because I'm not. Yeah. And I ain't never going to be. None of us are. But we have won every single game we have played till now. So this team is perfect. We stepped out on that field that way tonight. And uh, if it's all the same to you, Coach Boone, that's how we want to leave it. That is a Mm -hmm. fantastic line. Yes. All right. And here's my winner. It's Coach Boone at camp when he says, we will be perfect. In every aspect of the game. You drop a pass, you run a mile. You miss a blocking assignment, you run a mile. You fumble the football, and I will break my foot off in your John Brownheim parts, and then you will run a mile. <laughs> Perfection! Let's go to work. Isn't that kind of... Um, well, never mind. Sorry, that's a different that's a different subject. Different subject? Yes, okay. those were those were good lines. Why, I have a question. What? Why did they say John Brown so much in this movie? I, I don't know, really. Is that a reference to something historical I, figure? But I couldn't tell you what. Was, I didn't he was part of like John Brown Army or something like that, right? I don't know. Oh, they used it as a curse word, kind of. So I, yeah. I don't know. Almost like a, almost like a slur. All right, kind of, yeah. Hmm. Worst line. Uh, I wrote down like all the racist stuff. <laughs> I had that too as a joke, uh, but I have an actual worst line. Yeah, and actually, I also wrote down Bertier's, I'm going to hit you so hard. Ooh, boy, you're going to need a new haircut. <laughs> that was a good one. I don't that's, like yeah. it. That's, that's the winner, Brian. You, Brian, you, you, you know. I, I like that you. line. I'm I don't, Kaden. I like that I like line. It. I don't know if I don't like the line or if I don't and, like the delivery. And think it about was it, just man. The jokes were different back then. You know, insults were different back that then. That was sure. never a good insult. <laughs> well, <laughs> he should have went with the mama joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, kids 30 years from now might think that our jokes suck. That's fair. Okay. Because they got uh, no riz, man. Our I joke's got no riz. <laughs> Not even 30 years from now. You got a worse line, Kay? No. No? All right. Here's mine. And uh, I don't, you probably you might disagree, but I don't care. Uh, when Boone says to Yost, now you see what my life is like. The reason I don't like this is I feel that the writers kept trying to give Boone the edge um, in every verbal conflict that he has with other characters. Uh, Yost's daughter in that scene could have been hurt just as much. Um, Boone, in my opinion, should have just shut up and said, fair point. 
No. And left it at that. Yeah, I disagree. I disagree, too. I disagree. Okay. Agree to disagree. When in Rome. Okay. Out of all the people involved in this movie, cast and crew, who deserves to be remembered most for this movie? Denzel. Uh, I wrote down Denzel, but also the... uh, Being that Denzel is the obvious choice, (laughs) I'm going to go with um, the fat guy. (laughs) Whatever. I also wrote down Gregory Allen Howard, the, the screenwriter. What? I put I put Denzel, but I wrote in parentheses here. But I love for the main cast in general to be remembered because it was just a great cast. Oh, I, I have a good one. Ask the question again, Andy. Just the last part. Who deserves to be remembered most for this movie? The Titans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Steven's just glaring at me. <laughs> okay, I have an answer that is. That is a good answer. <laughs> I have an answer that I think would be unexpected for me. My answer was Wood Harris, who played Julius Campbell. Why? So Denzel was fantastic, Will Patton was fantastic, but when I see Wood Harris, I think of this role, which is his most memorable one to me. He was excellent in this movie and stood out despite many other stars acting alongside him. Mm. I see Denzel, I don't automatically think of, you know, Remember the Titans. I see Will Patton, I don't immediately think of this movie. I see Wood Harris, I think Remember the, the Titans. I see, that's good. That's the a good connection point. to the movie for yeah. me. Yeah, and yeah. he was fantastic in it. Okay, that's good. Okay, who should be forgotten? The you talking to my girl scene? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, The the guy from that scene, I should say. I I wrote down Fred, which is Ryan Gosling's dad. Every time he's on screen, it's like, dude, shut up. Uh, Just just get out. He was a super uh, sports dad. Oh my God. Yeah, he was. And a racist one, too. Yeah. I'm going to keep my uh, Roy Ray guy. Oh, it (laughs) is Ray. Brian has Roy Roy written down. No, it says Uh, Ray. Ray? It says okay. Roy. He just changed it. What? <laughs> yeah. He, right. Yeah. So, just a small interesting tidpoint. Uh, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to eat a tidpoint. I'm so sorry. I don't know what the what's heck. What's on Steven's what, What's a tidpoint? Mm. Okay. All right. Sorry, sorry, Whoa. sorry. Sorry. I got too excited. Let me, let me, let me fix that. One interesting note here. If you go back to 2000, and some, and we ask ourselves, who should be forgotten from this movie? I bet a lot of us would have said Ryan Gosling. But we'd have no idea that he'd end up having probably the biggest career out of anybody in that, you know, cast. Is from, uh, the younger guys. That is a fair point. Yeah. But I still would have said Fred, the racist dad, in the year 2000. I actually think it's Kelly Cheston should be forgotten. She is um, credited as white girl number two. <laughs> wow. <laughs> There were a lot of white girls, so number two. Yeah, she was number two. (laughs) Okay, my answer was Petey. Not the actor, but the character. Uh, Because that guy's the biggest quitter I've ever seen. Mm. My God, he was not uh, anything like the rest of his teammates. He quit every opportunity he had. I don't think think he was built for that kind of uh, intensity. But he was instrumental for them to win at the end. Yeah, I know, but he quit on his team a ton. Even in the championship game, he yeah. was still finding ways to quit, you know. Mm. So not in the championship game, wasn't in the like the one before the semifinal. Because he oh, doesn't okay. get he doesn't get to play in the championship, right? Or at yeah. least at first, he's he's not. Yeah, Yost, Yost tells him he, he's like, like you'll, 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 you'll start next, next year. year. Yeah. Exactly. Just show me that you can support your team. Yeah. So there's that little bit of growth, but yeah, I could see why maybe it's a little fast and feels unearned, but yeah, multiple times, and so I mean that character. Matthew, what a what a loser! Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, let's move on to egg drops. Oh boy, uh, this is Easter eggs, little known facts, and foreshadowing symbolism from the movie. I don't have as many as I usually do. 
which I think is a good thing. Cool. We'll keep this nice and tidy. Yeah, I've only got one that I haven't shared yet that you might share, actually. Okay. Uh, so let's start with you, Stephen. Okay. Uh, Coach Boone in real life was actually not a great guy. <laughs> Apparently, he was really mean. Um, a lot of people did not like him, including players, and a lot of people quit the team because of him. Hmm. Uh, he was just too intense. Like Ray? Uh, I'm just kidding. Like, continue. <laughs> yeah. Continue. Yeah. No, that's basically it, that he was just very difficult to play for, hmm. and the movie made him much more likable than he was in, in actuality. And, and I do think that's part of the challenge, right? Making yeah. a movie like this. You, you, you need him to be tough, but you also need to kind of like him if yeah. he's the protagonist of the movie essentially same thing with jaws right in the book all the main characters the oh three my guys they, they were all trash yes. they, they, you can't root for any of them you, you don't like you root any for of them. the shark and, yeah <laughs> yeah and that's what spielberg said i was rooting for the shark reading the book and so yes. uh, he's like i can't do that for the movie gotta make him likable yeah okay yeah um what what i have written down for egg drops number one was that uh that the script after it was written was passed over many times by different studios no one wanted to make it until Bruckheimer got involved. Uh, it was a small budget. In fact, everybody, including the producers, took a pay cut um, to wow. ensure that the, that the movie got made. Nice. Because they, they truly just loved the story. Yeah. Uh, for part of my eggs, I, out of curiosity, I, um, I looked up two different things. Two different things. Number one, uh, you know how at the end of the movie it tells us kind of like where are they now sort of thing for mm -hmm. each... Uh, character in the movie or yeah. each person so I went ahead and looked up where are they now now mm. so nice. uh, Herman Boone um, he says that you know he retired and living in Alexandria he actually passed away in 2019 wow. at the age of 84 due to lung cancer he did oh, man. Bill Yost uh, the movie says that he retired in 1990 still good friends with Boone but he also passed away in 2019 at Whoa. the age of 94. Wow. Oh, he was 10 years older than yeah. Boone? Yeah. Wow. Uh, Julius Campbell, 1971 All-American team that he was on. Then he started his career working for the city of Alexandria, actually in animal control. Uh, he also passed away in 2019. What? Oh, no. What? At the, at the age of 65 due to organ failure. What oh, the heck? Oh, that's horrible. Uh, Cheryl, the daughter of Yost, right? The movie says continue helping her dad on the field. Uh, she passed away in 1996 oh at the gosh. age of 34 due to a heart malfunction. Yeah, I, oh, I had wow. that in my notes. Man, had that dude, one. you just brought this pod down. I am so sorry. Brought the darkness. Okay, so uh, Ronnie Bass, Sunshine, right? Says that... Uh, dead. Works for ABC. In 2019. Yes. Straight to dead. <laughs> as, a, as a sports... He actually uh, was working for ABC as a sports announcer. He's currently 68 years old, still alive, wow. and... Uh, at least the last thing I saw about him online is that he's working in advertising in Myrtle Beach. Oh, cool. Uh, Go ahead and read Petey. Petey. Oh, my gosh. Uh, the guess. The movie, guess. The movie says that he guess, worked Steven. in the school system in Alexandria. And right? let me guess. He quit. No. Uh, working he in the quit life. Did anybody get the joke? <laughs> he got quit. It. Petey. Got it. Nobody, yeah. That's okay. Wasn't funny? No, no. It was funny because he's a quitter. Yes. Gotcha. Oh. Unfortunately... Uh, he also passed away in 2019. Oh, uh, can you believe what? that? Everybody in 2019? Isn't that crazy? What? COVID hit a lot what of people. What happened? Aged age 65 due to prostate cancer. Oh, COVID hit him in the family journey. Uh, this, this is breaking me, man. Rev, which I think his last name is Harris. Yeah, I forgot I his first so. name. Jerry Harris. Jerry. Uh, yep. Movie says that he works for U.S. Air, the the airline, right? 
and uh, there, you can't really find anything online, but according to the, the website OriginalTitans.com, which is like a very 2005 looking website, yeah, uh, it says that Jerry, Har- Jerry Harris is uh, one of Jehovah's Witnesses, and he enjoys sharing the Bible Shout with those out. throughout his community. Uh, he's also a talented artist and submits his art to different art shows. Wow, wow look at that. If that wow. website is to be believed anyways. Yeah. And yeah. Louis, Louis Lastic uh, did indeed go to college. He was a successful businessman in Tennessee. Then, he passed away in 2017 dead. at age 62. So I found it very interesting that a lot of these, a lot of these guys had, had, had already passed away. I wonder if dude, that's... playing football in Alexandria is fatal. Well, it kind of makes sense because the movie's set in the 70s. So right. it's 50 They're gonna years be a lot later. Older. They're going to be older. The, the interesting part or the... The horrifying part is that they all died in the same year. Mm-hmm. That's crazy, huh? Yeah. That's crazy. And so the other thing I looked up out of curiosity was where does uh, Remember the Titans rank on different people's list of best sports movies of all time? Because mm-hmm. this is such a favorite for us, right? Yeah. So on Rolling Stone's 30 best sports movies of all time, which was last updated in 2020, uh, Remember the Titans actually did not even make the list. Wow. <laughs> okay. Top three was Hoop Dreams, Rocky, and Bad News Bears. Friday Night Lights even was on the Bad on the list Bears. at number ten. The movie or the show? Movie. Wasn't Bad News Bears the one with Billy Bob Thornton? I that was, was the remake. Oh, oh, okay. On Vulture's top fifty list in two thousand twenty three, uh, not on that list either. Not in the top fifty sports movies. Right. No. Oh my goodness! What are top three? Was Hoop Dreams, Raging Bull, and Rocky? We need to watch Hoop Dreams. According to I know right. According to Movie Web, the top twenty five list, uh, it placed seventh. Wow. So, but I mean, their top pick was Field of Dreams. So I, that, I don't know. Yeah, I feel to, that Hoosiers was a really good one, and Rudy also was Hoos- very below. Yeah, I, I think of Hoosiers, Rudy. Hoosiers was their second pick, and Brian Song was their third. Brian Song is a good one. And on Rotten Tomatoes' list of 150 best sports movies of all time, it placed number 121, right behind Talladega Nights, The Ballad of Ricky Bobby. <laughs> And barely beating Andy's you, face. You've got to be kidding me. I'm dude. not kidding. I'm not kidding. And barely beating out Blaze right. of Glory. I, I, oh my gosh. Get out of here. The top three on Rotten Tomatoes list: number one, Ford versus Ferrari; number two, Creed; and number three, I Tonya. I have not. Seen Let's it. not. So yeah. again, Let's I struggle on. to think what it is that they hated so much about this movie because I feel like it's perfect. There maybe, were no tomatoes in the movie. Maybe it's a. <laughs> maybe it's a little too feel good. Maybe. I guess I guess critics want to see a bit more realism, you know, a bit like more like the the realism from Blades of Glory, yeah, <laughs> exactly. where they fly on skates. Okay, oh yeah, God. no, that one I honestly don't know, but I I thought it was an interesting tidbit to look because I was curious, you know. Yeah, that is interesting and very sad. That's sadder to me than all the people who died in twenty nineteen. Oh my God, <laughs> the rated. Caden, you have any Easter eggs? Um, no, but the uh, he likes the, the foreshadowing and symbolism. How whenever Stephen was talking about the Gettysburg speech, that the Gettysburg address from uh, Coach Boone, <laughs> um, that he um, he was talking about perfection, and then he digressed at the last game, the championship game, and he's all nervous and throwing up, and he's like, Wah. that <laughs> then he says he was like, y'all don't need to be perfect, and then what's his face is like, we are perfect, you know that he they like attain that, so I don't know if yeah. that's actually foreshadowing or not or. Maybe it's more symbolism than than it is foreshadowing, mm-hmm. but that would have been cool if that actually happened, but I doubt it did. Mm-hmm. I also doubt it did. Interesting. I see what you mean, though, yeah. All right, well, I, I have a couple. Um, so in the scene where a brick is thrown through Coach Boone's window, 
uh, and this is all from IMDb. The real life event was not a brick; it was a toilet. They got thrown through his window. An yeah. entire toilet. <laughs> a toilet. And the filmmakers thought that that would add humor instead of presenting it as a serious and scary situation, so they changed it to a brick. Yeah. Because man, that takes some strength to throw a toilet through yeah. a window. Unless, I like I like the change actually. Unless yeah. toilets back then were just built different. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Well, and then you know that person is like literally by the window and they probably don't get away. <laughs> they just placed it inside of his house. Yeah. So heavy. <laughs> <laughs> it just kind of it fell inside the window. Okay. <laughs> Keeping a toilet would make for a crappy so, scene. Ooh. Yeah. Get so, it? Sometimes did you get it? it I just missed it. That's you. fine. Don't yeah. worry. Sometimes That's I like good. the artistic liberties that people take. That's a good one. Yeah. So Stephen touched on this. that idea. <laughs> yeah. I okay. Enough, Brian. <laughs> enough. Toilets. You need to put a lid on it. <laughs> okay, so Stephen touched on this earlier. Coach Yost actually had four daughters. None lived with him. They lived with their mother. Oh, okay. But Cheryl attended most of the games, so the filmmakers thought it made sense to ignore the other girls and just include Cheryl. That makes sense. Man, the yeah. real Bill Yost was not happy about it, but the sisters were, were fine with it and enjoyed the movie. Wow. He's dead anyway, so. Yeah. Jeez Louise. So as Brian mentioned, Cheryl Cold. Yost died at the age of 34, tragically. Mm-hmm. Gary Bertier was injured in a car accident and became paralyzed. However, it was after the season, also, as it was mentioned earlier. He was not hit by another vehicle. He simply lost control of his car and hit a pole. But his teammates did use the pretense of being family to go see him in the hospital after his surgery. Uh, the end credits also told us that he was killed in a car crash with a drunk driver. So he unfortunately had terrible luck with vehicles in his life. Yes, so, man. And also, as mentioned before, the final score of the championship game was 27 to nothing. T.C. Williams High really did go 13-0 during the 1971 season. And nine of the wins were shut. So that defense was legendary. Nice. People do nice. remember the Titans. No thanks to yeah. Ryan Gosling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he got burned on every play. All right, guys, let's go to Castaway. Next segment. Who was almost cast in this movie? I don't have anything for this part. I do not either. I'm not sure. I, I All I know is that Denzel was attached very early on because he was like a sure thing. Yeah, I could not find anything either, which is surprising, because usually you, there's one or two big ones that make you think, like, wow, that would have radically changed the movie. Mm-hmm. Did not did not see anything online. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about actor swap. Uh, would you change uh, an actor yes. in this movie to a different role? or okay? So maybe, maybe we want to start with everybody else. Okay, go for it. Mine, so. I would change out Denzel for Kevin Hart. Oh my god. Okay. Just think about it. He's trolling us. Think, no, I'm serious. That, that would I be, thought about this last that, night. That would be awful. <laughs> I'd, I'd want to see it. I'd want to watch this movie the again. The whole tone that of this be, changes. That would be terrible. All these players are two feet taller than him. He's trying to, he's trying to intimidate them. You're going to go run a mile. Hey, who's it's your like, daddy? Uh, who's your daddy? <laughs> This episode of Group Film is brought to you by T.C. Williams. Are you interested in quality education? How about integration? Then T.C. Williams is a school for you. Enroll in our excellent extracurricular activities, such as football, in a sense of teamwork, family, and a new daddy, by joining the Titans today. And my other one would be, instead of Oh, who was it? Um, think Yost. Replace him with Jack Black. 
Why? <laughs> okay, Are you so wanting to turn this into a comedy? No, yes. he, he secretly hates this movie. Yeah. Wants to ruin it. I just think it'd be funny. You take two of the best performances and you replace them with guys that are not very mostly great comedic. Dramatically? Mostly comedic. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Okay. So I don't have um, anybody that I want to replace in this movie necessarily. I, just like I did with Casino, and this is what I want to do pretty much with all of these actor swaps. <laughs> okay. I like to look at what movies were being filmed around the same time. And if a certain actor from one movie could have done the role from the other person's okay, movie. Okay, do it. Okay? Again, you don't have to agree with me. You probably won't. I don't care, but I'm going to share it. Okay? <laughs> okay share it. So sir. around the same time, uh, the, just the year before, The Matrix came out. Mm. So I was thinking, what if you put Lawrence Fishburne Ooh, as Coach Boone? He could. And you do Denzel as Morpheus. That could work. That would be interesting to me. Again, these things are, I'm not necessarily saying it's going to make the movies better. I just think it's interesting. I agree. Could they pull it off? And I absolutely, I don't know about Denzel's Morpheus, probably, because he can do anything. He can do anything. But Lawrence Fishburne as Coach Boone, I can totally see that. Absolutely. He's I got agree. The, he's got the roughness. I, I agree 100%. Lawrence Fishburne, 1,000% could do it. Denzel has too much star power to be Morpheus, I think. You think, you think so? He's too distracting? Yeah, it, I'd mm. be distracted. Mm. What no, do you think, Kay? What I agree think? with everybody. What the heck? <laughs> no, I, I think that Denzel has the capability to transform into the role. And and he could pull off Morpheus. Okay. I think so. Do you have an actor swap, Brian? Uh, I'd said that the easiest thing would be to, to swap out Ryan Gosling with the actor that plays Ronnie Bass. Honestly, I, I think most people even get them confused like during the movie. Except that, you know, Sunshine has long hair. But Yeah. I don't know how that's advantageous, but okay. I, I respect <laughs> I can see that. So I have one here that I think Steven will appreciate and maybe everybody else. So I would be curious to see Coach Carter with Denzel Washington and Samuel L. Jackson in Remember the Titans. Ooh. Wow. I can that's, I can see it. That I can I can see it. That's interesting. I like that. Yeah. Both, both sports movies. I don't I don't know if the movies get better. They're not worse though, right? I think because that I was think, kind of what I got to. It's Den, like which, which Den, one is Coach Carter? I think Denzel would make Coach Carter better, but I don't know that Sam Jackson makes Remember the Coach Titans Carter's better. Coach Carter is a basketball movie, right? Basketball right. Movie, yeah. yeah. Okay. No, I could see it. I, I think it can work. Which which one gets better, or does only one, or, or do both of them get better? No, I, I think. No, I think I think, I think, I think, I think Denzel does, makes Coach Carter better. I don't know that Sam Jackson makes Remember the no, Titans better. I disagree. I think neither one makes the movie better. I don't think they're markedly worse, but I think Sam Jackson was supposed to be Coach Carter. Yes. And Denzel was supposed to be Coach Boone. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I thought, man, like the movies are very similar in as far as like thematically and even the, the settings and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. And I, I really, really thought that's a good one. That's I'd, that's I'd, a, I'd love I to like see that. those yeah. movies. If that's Sam interesting. Jackson is in this movie, it's definitely PG-13. <laughs> <laughs> if not yeah. R. Yeah. If not R. <laughs> you blamity blammers blitz all night! <laughs> You did it. What are you, Monday the Friday Blitzers? You did did the next one. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Say you're having fun one more time. I dare you. All right. So, Steven. Well, we have Caden with us today, so Caden might be able to chip in on this. Did you prep prep something for this? No. No? Have someone say a line from this movie as a different actor slash character. So maybe Steven can start and then Caden might be inspired. I did actually prep one for this. Yes. Okay, I always try to pick somebody new. Yes. I don't like reusing the same ones I've used in the past. 
So it's a challenge sometimes to be like, okay, what other voice can I do? Yes. Can't um, wait to hear Jackie Chan in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. No, I've got uh, a line from Coach Yost said by Palpatine on the Death Star <laughs> in Return of the Jedi. So, <laughs> and I took a little, a few liberties here with the lines, but oh, you'll get God. the idea. And this is not like actual Palpatine. This is like my version of Palpatine that I share of with course, you. Of course, yeah, of okay? course, of course. So he sees the rebel fleet getting closer and he goes, I don't want the rebels to gain another yard. <laughs> you fire lasers all night. <laughs> If they cross the line of scrimmage of the Death Star, I'm going to take it out on every one of you. That's awesome. You make sure they remember forever the night they fought the Empire. That's a good one. That's good. I love that. Amazing That's a good dude. one. You fire lasers all night. That's awesome. That is amazing. That was so good. That Thanks, guys. Good. Appreciate it. Wow. All right, guys. Let's move on to what is, for some people, their favorite segment. Other people don't get it. <laughs> hit, hit a takes. It's okay if they don't. So first off, Jacob's most hated tech of the movie. What do you guys think of? I think this is a perfect movie for Jacob because there was no tech. I know. Yeah, seriously. I I, I struggle to come up with anything. I, I mean, I, I... A car? Yeah, I was going to say the brakes on the car that hit Gary Bertier. That's what I wrote. <laughs> I put the brakes on the Camaro that nearly got Bertier killed. <laughs> <laughs> I put the uh, the black and white TV that's old, low res and everything. I picture Chili looking at me like, this TV sucks. <laughs> Can't tell who's who. That's pretty good. Okay, Edgar's item of the movie that was too expensive to buy at retail. The Camaro. I, I wrote down, that's good. I wrote down um, the bribe for the referee. Okay. I wrote down uh, Coach Boone's house. If he's coaching this team as a minority, he, Sally, and the kids are staying at a Hilton until he gets a contract. <laughs> Hilton. Good one. <laughs> okay, I put the banana that Coach Boone throws at the opposing coach. That was a wasted banana, and Edgar has kids to feed. Oh, <laughs> nice one. That's pretty good. Nice one. Okay, my favorite vacation spot from the movie. Uh, this was t I was like I don't know. I wrote I wrote down nowhere. There's the no neighborhood that they live in I where said, they get uh, old and fat. I said the the graves over at Gettysburg. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I mean it's peaceful. Okay, so Brian was actually the closest. Oh. I wrote the cemetery where Bertier was buried. That was honestly the nicest spot in the whole movie. Thank you would want to stay there <laughs> and do what? <laughs> no, the, the the real answer should be nothing from this movie. But I I wrote one and. There was no, like, really nice place there. The football stadium. You know, oh I'd gosh. go hang out at the football field. All right, Steven, your OMG moment. My OMG moment um, is when Ronnie Bass, in his first uh, play, uh, his first start, he ducks the defensive player, oh. and then na-na-na-na starts playing. Yeah. Uh, I thought you were say when he sees the pitch. You gotta see the pitch. <laughs> All right, Brian? I'm so sorry. Which one are we on? Because I was writing OMG something. OMG moment. Uh... Steven's losing it moment for me was the uh, the exchange that the coaches have at the end of the movie. Okay. Is what I wrote. That's down a good. Uh, that's a good answer. All Not right. bad. Not bad. Caden. Steven losing it. I think it's strong side left side. Mm. I think that's a lose it moment for Steven. Yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> okay, I wrote down, you blitz all night. <laughs> that's the winner. That, that's another good... No, the one that I, I said is the winner. No, it's not. <laughs> Andy's right. How can it not be? It's his losing it moment. All right, Caden, this one's for you. Your most likely moment to scream out something in the theater. 
I've, I have it as K's LOL moment. Yeah. All so right, that's fine. That's okay. Scream out something in the theater. It might have been the mama joke. <laughs> that's what I wrote. During the yo mama jokes in the locker yeah, room. Yeah, yeah. I probably would have said something. Same thing. I wrote down when uh, Ronnie Bass tells Bertier, you know what I want. Oh, <laughs> that's a good one, too. That's a very good one. I probably would say, yeah, you do. <laughs> that's what I would have said in the theater. <laughs> All right, Brian, any vexing issues? Uh, yes. I wrote down, I didn't want to get, you know, too long a list, but I wrote down that nobody too in this entire list. school looks like they belong in high school. <laughs> no one, everyone looks fully grown, nobody has any acne. Everybody, no everybody's 35, they yeah. have to shave this constantly. Is, this is like Spider-Man Spider -Man 1 material. I think that the director, what's his name, Boaz? Yeah, like, yeah. He, he didn't know football, and he also probably didn't know high school. Because <laughs> it was just not at all a believable setting. Or maybe they funny. were just a, like, a, they couldn't get a lot of great actors who could play high schoolers. Eh, it could be. But I mean, yeah, everyone just looks fully grown. That was the only one I wrote down. Okay, no, nice. so I'm one impressed, of, B. One Way of Brian's go. big vexing issues, <laughs> and you guys are going to agree with me on this for the football fans. Go those, for it. Those hits, the hits where they like flip over backwards. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> are you serious? In, in today's football, that's not going to fly. Well, he like, <laughs> like... They're calling something. They, well, no, you don't see hits like that. Yeah, like but, anywhere. But if it happened, I mean, like, that would no, be a big deal. No, that does not happen. You don't see those hits in high school. And they're like flipping over twice backwards and <laughs> from like a, a push, you know? They're like yes. Uh, yes. flipping over them, backwards. Some of them are exaggerated. Yeah. That's a vexing issue for me. Uh, I wrote down, I don't like picking at this movie, but if it came out today, the N-word's probably getting used instead of the substitutes that they use. Uh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I have a couple. I'll go through them quick, but they're all football related. Yes. So, no movie is perfect, and so this one had some football <clears throat> issues. Go for it. So, in game one, Petey gets recruited by Yost to play linebacker, but the assignment is to cover a wide receiver that's cooking Allen. <clears throat> Petey's a running back, so presumably he's fast, so it makes sense that he would be a defensive back, which is actually replacing Allen. Linebacker is a position that requires tackling a lot, and Petey is averse to contact. So it makes no sense that he would say you're going to play linebacker when really it was to be a cover corner. Mm. Game one, Petey forces a fumble on a tackle where it clearly should have been ruled the runner was down by contact. <laughs> Rev is out for the season with a broken wrist. But a couple weeks later, when yeah. they're on a winning streak, they're allowing him to swing a sledgehammer to hit a car. Yeah. Makes no uh, sense. I saw that too. Uh, regional nice. championship. That. Did That's not either. One. That's yeah. good. Regional championship game. Julius would have been flagged for taunting when he tells the quarterback to get real comfortable on the ground, and Bertier would be flagged for pointing menacingly at the coach. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah right? it's, it's high school. Though. That looked like the monkey from Family it's, it's Guy. It's high school, though. Dude. That's 30 yards right there that they lose <laughs> for those two. Okay, and then championship game. If Rev was out for the season, why did he dress for the championship game? I feel like a scene was needed. Uh, to explain that he was eligible to return later on in the season. But even, don't they do that sometimes where they'll suit up even if they're not going to play? No. Even Ed Henry. Like, think of NBA. Like, they're in street clothes. Yeah, yeah, they're wearing yeah. their chains and all that What about stuff. in the 70s? Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe they school. couldn't do yeah. that back and then. And okay. high school. I'm just, I'm just okay. swinging yeah. that out. And but here's Disney. the point. So he dresses for the game. And so you're saying, like, even if he wasn't going to play, he would dress. But he actually played. He does. That's true. Even Ed Henry, yes. the opposing coach, didn't know that Rev was playing, although mm -hmm. he should have because Rev dressed for the game. So Julius forces a fumble that gives the Titans a ball back when the opposing team just needed to kneel down to end the game. Right. Also makes no sense. Like, uh, we're going to keep running the ball. Even though wasn't it like kneel. eight minutes or eight seconds left? It was almost nothing. 
Um, so they had no reason to run the ball, and once they did, the guy should have just gone down. Right. Like, you know, run the ball, snap it, and then just go down. Immediately mm-hmm. give yourself up. Don't try to, like, make a play when the game's Maybe already over. Maybe they were using their timeouts. Okay. Then the Titans have the ball, and Ed Henry has, like, a realization that they're throwing deep. Like, of course, no crap, they're throwing deep. They're down <laughs> with a couple seconds left to go. Oh, no, we're going to run the ball, see what happens. Like, idiot. There's 17 <laughs> seconds left on the clock, and they need a touchdown. Did he think they were going to run it 80 yards? Like, that whole sequence needed work. Mm. Championship game especially was, like, a lot of, you know, red flags. Inconsistencies. Yeah. There are no red flags. There's just penalties. There's yellow flags. <laughs> right. All right. Well, the only red flags are the challenge flags. But that's <laughs> yeah, there was no challenge back then. Especially in high school. <laughs> All right. Next, uh, hit a take. Uh, Juana's chef kiss, male character of the movie. The shower scene. What? Does everyone in the shower? Everyone in the shower? Yeah, whenever they're the <laughs> even shirts off. It, it, even has to, it, has to, it has to be a character, though. Um, what's his face? Louis Lest. Um, no, <laughs> actually, I hate going back to him, but Ray, he has a like a banging eight-pack, dude. Oh, He's like, my shirtless. God. He's like shirtless in one of the scenes, and I was like, holy moly. <laughs> this I, guy. I missed it, man. Was it like really defined? Yes, he was ripped, dude. Wow. Yeah. I guess all that hate keeps you fit. Yeah. Well, even if he can play football, now he could be a model or something. <laughs> but not with that face. <laughs> Brian? And that haircut. I wrote down uh, Coach Yost's original assistant coach. <laughs> I already <laughs> forgot his name. And uh, But uh, seriously, probably Denzel. Denzel. Steven? Uh, I live with her, so she t- told me the answer. Uh and I was right. I had guessed Ronnie Bass, Sunshine, and I was really? right. Really? Yep. Ronnie Bass. Wow. She, she said mild chef's kiss. <laughs> mild? Yes. How do you do Her words, mild? exactly. It's like a, like a smooch. It's a, <laughs> it's a it's chef's like, smooch? It's a peck. Meaning she probably doesn't love the chef's, guy, but, chef's you know, peck. she'll give him the... <laughs> I put honor. Ryan Gosling, so I was close. Because <laughs> they're blonde and white? Yes, because yeah. they're interchangeable, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Iris's I hate kids moment. Um, whenever Hayden Pantier is in the stands and like throwing yeah. her fits and being like, oh, that was, uh, that's and, exactly. and then the girl says, is she okay? Do normal white girls be like this or something? <laughs> that was my answer as well. That That's a great answer. Probably better than mine, but I wrote down, um, when, uh, Hayden Panettiere throws her the ball, Boone's daughter, and she says, I just did my nails. Oh. <laughs> that was funny. I can see Iris just, like, getting upset about that. Be like, who cares about your nails? <laughs> okay, I wrote every scene with Cheryl Yost. Every scene. Every single her. scene? I hate yes. Dang. Okay, nieces, that's not funny, honey moment. I did not have one for this, so you guys have to help me out. I had all the racist remarks. Monkey, Coach Coon. <laughs> Uh, you shouldn't be saying them though. Oh my bad. I'll, I'll bleep them out. <laughs> He's gonna say the N word next. Yeah. No. No. no they was say it in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> no. I uh, I I wrote down whenever um, Sunshine kisses uh, Bertier, and uh, then he's yeah. like, "He kissed me, man!" Like that's it is funny. But, you know, she could be like, that's assault. <laughs> you were partially, both of you, Andy and Brian, were partially correct. She she was like, oh, he's gay, whenever he did that. Uh-huh. And then... Uh, did she watch the whole movie with you or yes, just parts? she did. Oh, she nice. watched the whole thing all the way through. Did she like it? Oh, yeah. she She's seen this movie before. And she did like it. But, yeah, there were no... There were, like Andy said, there were no... That's not funny. And I tried. I was preparing, and I was trying to think of something. I was like, man, this movie's too good, man. <laughs> I also wrote down when Bertier, like, 
throws something at the nurse that's like, what's wrong, Gary? It's like, what does he say? <laughs> Don't come in he here. He throws yeah. a book or something. He throws something. I think yeah. he throws a book. And again, it's for comedic effect, but she could be like, you know, she works really hard. Yeah. <laughs> she shouldn't be treated like that. I can imagine if they had done it, if they had thrown the toilet in his window, that would have been one of those. That's not funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was somebody's toilet. <laughs> uh, Sally's called it moment. Whenever Bertier gets in a wreck. I, oh, I had something dang. similar. I put that uh, she would have said something's going to happen to Jerry during the parade. Okay. Oh, during the Gary, parade. Yeah. Gary. Not Jerry. Oh, I'm sorry, Gary. See, Jerry. it does look like Jerry yeah. Lewis. Stupid. Yeah. Uh, I wrote down that they win, I guess. <laughs> like, is that even... Does that even count? Yeah, that doesn't count. I feel Everybody like, believes that. I happen. feel like from the start, she calls it that they win. Well, I wrote something happens to Bertier when he and Julius part ways after the game. Mm, okay. So, Kate and I were on the same wavelength. Mm. And All right. Steven. Last one, Miriam-style trial. Uh, I, put, I, I put everything that uh, Mrs. Boone wears. Yes, Boone's wife. That's what I have. Man. Interesting. We are connected. I put Nicole Ari Parker, Coach Boone's wife. Mm-hmm. Yep, interesting. Very pretty. Nice. Yes, beautiful lady. All right, guys. Those were the hit of takes. What? Hold up. Was she, was she the same lady that was in the end or the – is it the beginning credits? Or uh, the beginning, whenever they're walking on to into the funeral, probably, probably, yeah. Because I thought that lady was white that Boo was with. She's, she's light skin. She's a light skin, but lady. she didn't look like the lady that was in the in the movie. I thought she was legit, like a white lady. But well, they're supposed to look like they've aged ten years. I don't know if they added more makeup or. Because I seriously thought, I, I seriously so. thought, did Boo get remarried? Because <laughs> that did not look like her. Yeah. No, they they I think they aged them up and that probably changes there. Yeah. A bit. <laughs> did, you, did you guys see Julius in that scene? Yeah. It's like, man, the last ten years have been With really bad. Yeah. His hair is like receding really bad. He looks like he's aged thirty years. Yeah, he yeah. Looks bad. he's supposed to be like twenty seven. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like he's forty seven. <laughs> But it is wow. nice that he's holding uh, Bertier's mom's hand. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That is yeah, he nice. got with That's his really mom cool. afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Stop. Dude. Stop. <laughs> why, 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 you got, why you gotta do that, man? He did, man. He was nah, like, nah. I'm gonna take care of you. No, no, no. Mrs. Bertier, I'm gonna take care of you. <laughs> You're gonna be my sugar mama. <laughs> oh, my. Jeez. I apologize, listeners. <laughs> Don't apologize. That's what happened. That's not what happened. Look it up. No, it's not. Look it up. Okay, guys, we're on to last takes. So, last looks. Oh, sorry. When in Rome. I, I, I have it written the, the OG style. The OG style, okay. Yeah. Change it! Okay, I, that's I, fine. I need to change Ready? it. Ready? Okay, so we're on to last looks, guys. So we'll briefly talk about uh, any potential sequels or prequels, or if any were ever produced, if they should be... Um, I said that very poorly. It's okay. We understand. But gotcha. Yes. This, if this is not your first time listening to the podcast, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, basically. Another reason to listen. <laughs> the short answer, should a sequel have been made or should it still be made for I this just... movie? No. Okay. No. Uh, no. Absolutely not. The correct this, answer is no. This, this is a no-brainer. Absolutely not. But I wrote down, I do kind of want to spend some more time with these guys. So, I came up with some fake Sequel possibilities. Go. Y'all ready? I Do have it. two. I have three, actually. I have but they're one short. in mind, but Okay, it's not what good. do you guys think about Remember the Titans 2, a Titans family vacation? <laughs> <laughs> All right? Here's and the gist of it. Go, they go water skiing. No, and Bert Tyler, no, in his wheelchair. No, no. <laughs> is that a Tyler this. Perry movie? Listen, <laughs> listen. It's, it's the entire cast of the young guys, right? Boone and Yost aren't in this. They spend a weekend at the same training camp where they went to training camp for the movie. 
Uh, they do pranks and shenanigans <laughs> with each other. They have some deep conversations, and it's filmed mockumentary style, like The Office. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, that's not bad. Okay, that's not okay. bad. <laughs> and funny enough, I think Katie and I are connected in some way. Uh, remember the Titans too. Little Titans, starring Kevin Hart. <laughs> <laughs> That's right here, brother. That's right here. Yeah. And uh, the, the gist nice. of that movie is Kevin Hart plays the new coach who has to form a team with players five foot two and under. <laughs> <laughs> look at y'all. Y'all look like a bunch of crackheads. Oh, that's so it's like, good. <laughs> it's like little giants. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Little and, Titans. And my final idea is remember the Titans too. Titan Hunter. Ray joins the clan and starts oh hunting God. the players down one by one. <laughs> that is terrible. That's horrible. My, my semi-serious idea would have been Julius is now the football coach. Mm. Denzel still makes an appearance. He's older. He dies, obviously, during the movie. Yeah. Kind of like Mighty Ducks, where I can't remember the guy's name. Emilio Emilio Estevez. Estevez. No, uh, the, the guy who would made the the skates, would sharpen the skates. Oh, he was Emilio I forgot Estevez's about mentor. him. I can't remember his name now. It, it was a foreign name. But he would be like that Miyagi. Yeah. He, he would be the mentor kind of to Julius in the movie. I think if Disney wanted to do something fictional, that's the story they would have done. Yeah. yeah. And then it's, you Which know, they can't. A, a new cast yeah. of <laughs> Even high school could. players. But you can't. Wouldn't. Well, the actors are still alive. No, I mean, no, like, oh. you can't take, like... It, it'd be messed up. Char- characters based off real people. Oh, yeah. You know and, what I mean? Post-mortem. Yeah, that's true. Exactly. Because <laughs> at the end of every credit, they say... Uh, any similarity is completely exactly. coincidental. Coincidental, yeah. yeah. That's right. All right, guys. Final score for the movie. I uh, I give this movie a B. What? That's low. For Brian, does do you know work about for Rotten Tomatoes? T- do you work for Rotten Tomatoes? No, I don't. I Reveal don't. yourself. <laughs> Are you Ray? <laughs> it is. It is a very solid B, and I will explain why. You're a really solid B. Hey, stop it. <laughs> On a. On a emotional level and story level, it is it, it excels. That's what it's for. It's meant to be a feel-good movie, and it certainly is. And it is definitely rewatchable. I've watched this over and over, and, and I always enjoy it. Uh, but if you look at it objectively and from a technical side, uh, there are some things that are lacking. And, and that's okay. It's fine. It doesn't take away from the fact that it's still a good movie. So it's a solid B. Okay. Brian is a racist. (laughs) I am not a racist, um, but coincidentally, I would give this movie an R for Remember the Titans. (laughs) (laughs) No, this this is an A for me. Rated R. It's rated R for Remember the Titans. Speaking of which, do you know what a pirate's favorite letter is? R. No. It be the C. That Everybody always says R. <laughs> um, honestly, uh, I, I wrote down something, but now I want to boost it up a little bit. I'm going to give this movie an A minus, um, and it's purely based on bias. I just Adequate. It, it 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 touches my heart a lot, and I think I have to give it extra points just for that, whether or not it merits it as an actual film. But if something can can really touch me. Uh, that sounded awful. Would somebody like to touch like, Steven? No. He's longing for no. touch. 
Hold no, on. You finish, guys know what I mean. Finish your thought. I want yeah. to hear what your thought is. Okay. Like, if something can really touch my heart, then I feel like I have to give it extra points because it achieved something that not every film is going to. So... I hope that that's, that's fair, okay. especially that's okay. you, because you know that I, I try to be objective. Exactly. This is why we're not critics. Yeah. And that's okay. Don't worry. Okay, so I clearly was the highest on this movie out of everybody. For me, it's an A+. Plus. It's, you know... Oh, wow. If, if Even it, with the football stuff that, and the vexing issues you have. Yeah, because, I mean, that's really ultimately minor stuff. But I, I view it through the lens of relative to other sports movies. I think this is my favorite sports movie. Therefore, yes. for the category, it is an A+. Plus. Mm. Overall, as a movie, I think it's fantastic Disney film, fantastic family film, uh, uh, emotionally fantastic. Like, I, I can't praise it enough. Uh, He's gushing. Yeah. Is yeah. this the first time we see Andy gushing on the podcast? The I acting so. is superb. Yeah. He's also Except when he was talking about Cap in Civil War. That's oh, the only true. thing that could have made this movie better. Chris Evans. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yes. Right? Yes. Right? It would have been better. That. Could you imagine? It's Chris, like it's like Rev uh, pushes Ronnie Bass aside and he's like, I got this. And he looks at the defensive lineman and he goes, I can do this all day. <laughs> <laughs> That's I, awesome. I say it's like, you know, a monkey's paw thing where he wishes Chris Evans to be in the movie, but he is as Ray. As Ray. Oh, oh! That'd be terrible. Way to ruin the movie. <laughs> that would be <laughs> love. We should put, you should put monkey paw thing in here. <laughs> That's awesome. As a as a segment, yes, like like it, a wish comes true. But how does it get ruined? But it, you have repercussions for that. Mm. Yes. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, we've reached the conclusion of our discussion uh, on Remember the Titans. I think it was a lively discussion. I appreciated all of your input. I hope you remember this podcast. <laughs> we had good, good moments, like man. That. Yeah, that is good. Andy, I think that the the right thing for us to do right now would be to blitz talk and prayer. And uh, maybe a little singing. What do you think? A little singing? Ain't no mountain high, ain't, ain't no valley low. I don't remember the Ain't no river wide enough, baby. We're going to kick Brian off the next podcast. I'm so sorry. I'm so you sorry. You had one job, I Brian. Know. You made me call me. You didn't tell me. You didn't, you didn't tell if me you we were know. doing this. You should know yes, that Yes, we song. did. It was, uh. in the, it was in the text thread. <laughs> I right. didn't get any text threads, and I know the song. <laughs> All right, all, okay. to, all together, guys. Brian ain't Johnson. no mountain high enough. Ain't no river enough. Oh, you guys are horrible. Our valley. Oh Kaden knows this best. <laughs> okay, Brian, Brian dropped the football. You run a mile. <laughs> and cut. <laughs>